Welcome to Finding Monster Right. It's a show about finding monsters, right? Right. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your other host, Allie. And we're having a chill episode this week to talk about this monster from the depths. Really chill episode. No stuttering or laughing in the edits. <laughs> Gonna be... <laughs> Damn it, we're... <laughs> okay. I think we can laugh. That's fine. Yeah. No, I'll, uh, I'll just... I'll just... Probably worth mentioning we are not high right now. No, absolutely not. But we are listening to some lo-fi beats. This is... Ah, nice and chill episode of Finding Monster Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have that playing the whole time? Absolutely, I will not. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, today's episode... We are in January. We are in January, and we are still doing Kai January slash January 2. Hey, you know what? Too much worrying. Let's just call it January 2. January 2. Chill Kai episode. January. Chill episode. Yeah. Uh, this monster first came to my attention, I want to say, like, six months ago or so. Yeah. And I said, yeah. put that in the icebox right in the back, mm. and we'll pull that out when it's time for Kai January. Yeah. And uh, we, we want to get right to, we want to cut right to the chase this week. Yeah, no pun this week. What does an Umibozu's body look like? What's under the surface? What so, is an Umibozu? We should really describe that first. Yeah, that's not, that's not very well known, although you'll want to know it because it's very scary, which is another reason why we wanted to do a chill episode. Yeah, we can't, we can't, uh, sometimes we break down these monsters into digestible pieces. I don't think I ever want to digest this. No, it's very scary. So, uh, the first thing that we saw was it, a... It's a yokai yeah. from Japanese mythology. The first thing that we saw was a painting, or a, maybe this is a wood carving or one of those things. Yes. But it's uh, it's on the Wikipedia page if you type in uh, Umibozu. Uh... It is a giant black head and shoulders with just two octopus-looking glowing eyes staring at a boat in a stormy sea. And it is a very big head and shoulders just emerging from the ocean. Yes, it, and this is kind of the uh, the vibe of the creature. It's this giant uh, being on the horizon mm -hmm. that kind of haunts over sea travelers. Yeah, no, very scary. All the artwork online is also very scary. See, one of the uh, things of the Umibozu is that it appears on calm seas, and then its mere presence turns it into, like, very stormy. Yeah, they bring the, the terrible weather with them when they show up. And then it uh, breaks the ship. It hates boats, is the thing. It, it, you don't like them. Yeah, Umibozu means sea priest. One of the theories of its origin, although there is no definitive single version. Correct. Uh, often its origin is obscure, kind of in a joker way. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it bursts out of the sea. We live in a society. I had a wife, you see. <laughs> she was very mean to me. And now I am the sea. And so sometimes he takes a, uh, sometimes he breaks the boat. Other times he demands a bucket or a barrel from the boat. And then he uses that bucket to pour water into the boat and slowly capsize it. Which is a real mean bully tactic. Which is, hey, mm. I'm not going to pour water on you. I I'm not going to give you a swirly. But give me your cup, though. 
And then yeah. you slowly just pour water on a kid. That's actually horrible, yeah. That's... That seems like something a kid would do. I, I remember hearing about Chinese water torture very early on in my career as a child. I think, uh... Allie Homie, a professional child. <laughs> yeah. That's accurate. Uh, some of these artworks don't always show a dark figure. No. This one seems to be an enormous, like, uh, what I'm going to call a Humpty Dumpty face. Well, he's got a shaved head, like a monk does. In... Mm, okay, so that's what's what's being conveyed there. Yeah, like a Buddhist monk. Other times, uh, he emerges with a set of arms. Yes, a couple of these have arms, including oh, this one. Oh, I should one. mention, speaking of the arms, mm -hmm. that one's very spooky with very long fingers. It's got, like, the uh, the Coraline, <laughs> the other mother mm. look to it, its fingers. Fiend of the Shell. Um, ooh, hmm, the segment name. Fiend of the Show? Fiend of the Show. That's, that's pretty good. I think Friend of the Show is for guests, Fiend of the Show is for previous <laughs> monsters. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> so, uh, the one of the ways to trick Inumi Bozu, because yokai, uh, which are a specific breed of a Japanese monster or kind of urban legend ghost story thing uh, that can be, or cryptid sometimes, they can be tricked. Okay. Is the thing. And the way to trick Numi Bozu is you give it a bottomless bucket or barrel and sail away when it's confused because it's trying to fill your boat up with water. Which you. We both had a misconception about this early on. Me first, and I got to see you go through it. Yeah, I assumed it was like the DD magic item, the, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> the, the canteen that just keeps pouring water forever. Yeah, no, like. Uh, like bottomless in a figurative way like it just keeps pouring water forever but it's like a barrel but there's both ends are open yeah you just take the bottom out of a barrel it's because <laughs> a bottomless means i wonder if that's a tradition in japanese seafaring to always have one of those on board hmm. like just in case yeah uh there, there's all kinds of monsters in the japanese sea because it's an island nation well, sure yeah and i i get why these are scary so some of these have arms and others don't sometimes it's literally just a head some people uh, think there's uh, tentacles there yeah now why do you think they would say tentacles let's talk about what's under this thing let's get to the point of the episode which we did really fast because no interruptions no hyperactivity we just got there baby so in the same i think Zagreus. i think that the tentacles are very in line with the other sea creature and sea monsters of legend mm -hmm. and that's in all different kinds of societies they see like oh it's a leviathan oh it's a giant snake oh uh, it's you know a, a mermaid it's a kraken yeah you see all these uh, dolphins in a line you go oh big snake that's <laughs> what i've often thought about dolphins is that if you put a lot of them together they're a big snake yeah yeah, so I, in a similar way, I think people, when they see uh, an octopus, they imagine, oh, imagine if that thing's huge. Yeah. Then they see a dark figure on the horizon that kind of looks like an octopus head. And they go, that a giant octopus? Does it have giant tentacles? Are they coming for me? Mm. Hopefully soon. <laughs> I've been at sea for I'm, too I'm... long. <laughs> That's... I, I do well as a sailor, I think. I have the horniness I... and no other skills. <laughs> I don't think, uh, I, I think that sailing turns just regular straight laced, like white collar sailors into horny bastards. I oh. think that's like the curse of the sea. So what do I become? I think it's the reverse. I think you get it oh. drained out of you. Oh, you go, that sucks. No, I don't like that. I was hoping I would just get double horny. 
well. <laughs> Wait, do I then become the mermaid that lures the other sailors? Last January, we did discover I am a mermaid because I'm an atheist. Well, I think that the... All atheists are mermaids. Don't... <laughs> Congratulations, fellow atheists. You've I... made it. I think that, as we probably have discovered and possibly discussed, the horniest of sailors become pirates. Mm. <laughs> like, they can no longer wear the little white hats <laughs> and the blue striped shirts. I don't know if we've discussed this, but I like, I I love this. Keep going. They have to put on, like, scarlets, like, jackets and giant hats with feathers in them. Like some, uh, like some, <laughs> like some, like, torn clothes that are like all yeah. raggedy and stuff because it's like already like halfway torn off and they start in order to purchase all these clothing articles they have to get gold mm-hmm. and they have to steal it to get the, the amount that they require right <laughs> this is how piracy happens is yeah. that sailors get too horny and they turn into pirates it's the oldest profession <laughs> how'd they how'd they lose that eye then <laughs> yard the oldest profession <laughs> uh, so the Umibozu are, are very much in the same, uh, in the same vibe as they're they're monsters of the of the depths. Mm-hmm. On the pirates topic, I would love to see one of these things pop up in a POTC movie. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean for the uninitiated into the the cult of Disney, because they clearly have no you know uh, no reverence for any kind of mythology. They'll pull whatever yeah. kind of sea creatures that they can. Yeah, and this would it, honestly all again. I can't stress enough. Look it up on your own. That's U-M-I-B-O-Z-U. Uh, all the again? photos are terrifying. For just $18 a day, you can <laughs> save a boat that was sunk by an Umibozu. That number again is U-M-I-B-O-Z-U. It's flashing at the bottom of your screen. Don't ask how on an audio medium. Whenever they listen to me saying that now, like just in the bottom of their field of vision, the word Umibozu is going to appear. <laughs> and then I become a yokai. Uh, umibozu, sea priest. Mm-hmm. Some people say sea monk. Yeah, I'm not sure what a bozu is specifically in, Bo- in Buddhism. I was going to say Buddhism. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a... Uh. So, on the horizon, spotting umibozu, mm-hmm. some people, some detractors, say that that's just cumulonimbus clouds, big waves, or other natural phenomenon. It, it, is there anything... Again, just to define this shape that we're seeing above the water before we go below the water. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything that in nature that you think would appear this way? Yes. I did think of something very much uh, the case. Let me scroll down and see if I can find this. So, in a recent sighting. How recent? 1971. <laughs> so, 50 years ago. So, 50 years ago. So, not very recent, honestly, Wikipedia. Off the coast of... Uh, off the coast of Onagawa, a fishing boat was traveling to New Zealand to fish for tuna when the boat's long line was suddenly cut and a large creature surfaced from the water. It had many gray-brown wrinkles on its body and eyes that were about 15 centimeters in diameter, a collapsed nose and no mouth to be seen. Half of its body was submerged in murky water, so its whole body could not be ascertained, but it was said to leave a trail. It is said that as they got ready to poke it with a harpoon, the monster disappeared into the sea. I know precisely what this animal is. Oh, who could it be? Oh, this I, animal that I did see. I was more converting that. It's like it, the the eyes were only five, six inches in diameter. Can you help me guess this mystery? Oh, ah. So, are you familiar with spy hopping? Spy hopping. That's when uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the the white spy with the triangular head oh. jumps out of a plane 
and pulls his parachutes, but the parachute was tampered with the, the other triangular head spy with a black hat. I feel like the Jeff Davis version, the Harmontown version of this joke is, that's when they poop on your chest, right? <laughs> okay, so whales will occasionally uh, make themselves, will occasionally observe above the water by just poking their head up out of the water. Hmm. And I thought about a very cosmopolitan creature, a humpback whale. Oh. It's got gray wrinkles down its throat, like, because it's a rorqual. Mm-hmm. It, uh, its eyes may as well be about six inches. And it's made from three different kind of liquors. Yeah. Uh, a collapsed nose, blowhole. If you think the whole thing's a face, mm. then, like, that's the nose. And no mouth to be seen. Half its body is submerged in murky water, so the whole body could not be ascertained. Said to leave a trail, because whales leave a trail on the surface when they go past. But what is that trail? Uh, like, just a, just a wake. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Uh, when it got poked with harpoon, it disappeared into the sea. And if they're fishing for tuna, that means they are following tuna. Tuna eat small fish like herring. So do whales. A tuna would be attracted to like a big herring bait ball, which this is what um, this is what a whale would be after. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at the and you know because of Look their up spy hopping. Oh, the word spy hopping. Okay. I'm just looking at whale noses, and... It's, uh, it's, uh, Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, that looks very umibozu, honestly. Yeah. I was saying to myself, there's no creature of the sea that could be this large. There is. <laughs> and it might be the, one might say the largest creature in the animal kingdom. Yeah, check out that one of the gray whale up there, with the, uh... This one? Uh, no, the actual gray whale, this one right here. Like, that's just a... That's just a very scary picture. You don't know what that is until you realize it's a mouth. Yeah. Imagine that opens up too and you see all the little teeth in, in between. That would be baleen. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> baleen. 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 I'm begging of you, please don't strain my krill. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one for the EP for sure. <laughs> so yeah, the, these are all images of whales going... Like 90 degrees, just straight perpendicular yeah, out of the water. So yeah, no, that makes perfect sense for what they, they may have spotted. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is, or in, at least in the case of this. Well, let's stop go. Let's avoid the... Let's stop go. <laughs> I'm doing that all the time, I think. You ready to stop go? Yep. I just did it. Let's... <laughs> I'm just jumping. So instead of looking at this from a crypto perspective... Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at it from uh, the mythology side. Crypto is bullshit. That can end in either currency or zoology. <laughs> What's underneath this creature? Is it tentacles? Is it the other end of a diglet? <laughs> <laughs> you flip him over and it's just one diglet? Dun, 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 dun. That's especially problematic because diglet is a ground type. It doesn't belong a... here. No. Maybe on the opposite side of the world, there's definitely a diglet. Hmm. Actually, I, you know what? I wouldn't, you know how they've been doing like regional variants for Pokemon? Yeah. Imagine a water type Diglett and he looks like a little Umibozu. I am only picturing Diglett, but blue. There yeah. is no difference. No, no. He looks like this. He looks like dark mm. and a dark figure and instead of little like rocks around his waist. There's like little t- tiny waves. Mm. That seems like uh, something he might evolve into. I agree. So. <laughs> ghost, ghost type. Ghost water? Ghost water, yeah. Or dark water. I think hmm. 
Depends. I think ghost, because there is definitely an undead thing going on here. Probably worth mentioning, uh, Diglett's a Pokemon that's little brown, uh, round mole type creature whose lower half is obscured. Yes. Lower half obscured is a, is a classic, it's a TV trope. It's yeah. like, it's what's going on with like Oscar the Grouch under there. Mm. Or most of the Muppets, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe there's a giant arm underneath the Umibosu connected to some kind of elder god. Oscar the Grouch is the only one of the Muppets that I think... Never mind. <laughs> Are you going to call him the Millennial Muppet? No, I was going to say he's the only one of them where if it's like... If you're playing like Fuck, Mary Kill, like if you're playing Fuck, Mary Kill with me and like one of the options is Big Bird, I'll cry. I'll cry at you. <laughs> what have you done? That is a child, maybe, and in any case, he means a lot to children. I think Oscar he's... the Grouch is the only one where I'd be like, okay, let me think about this. Uh, Big Bird's canonically like six. Yeah, yeah see, that's you a, can't play that's, with him. That, that's a good reason why not, yeah. Mm. Uh, Oscar the Grouch has the kind of uh, Jim Carrey Grinch energy of, yes. of like, this, this has become a millennial icon. <laughs> same hands, too. <laughs> yeah, same hands, huh. same, same coloring, hmm. similar expressions. Wow. That's not what Oscar the Grouch sounds like. No, I think he's he's like a, get out of my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my house. And his house is a garbage can. Mm. And he has a low self-image. Me, 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 all me. Yeah. In the same way with the, like, especially this year, I've seen a lot of, like, kind of taken back the Grinch. Mm. Like, people seeing Jimmy Carrey's Grinch and, like... Just let him, leave him alone. <laughs> and we can take back the Grinch. Come on, use me up until there's nothing left. Take back the Grinch. <laughs> I, I think we've done all that there could be done about the Grinch. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. even just invoking his name is like... Boy. Enough to bring me a lot of pain. I can't ruin the chill vibes of this episode. So we won't ruin the vibes. Uh, let's talk I'll do about as I'm told. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Resist! Christmas is over! Chill vibes, hey. Some of these depictions have him being made entirely of water. Hmm. Could it be that underneath the surface there's just nothing else there? There's just more surface. He's kind of, uh, imagine like an oil spill. Ooh. Like that's what this creature is. Or maybe he even develops into little tiny just drops. And all those drops gather together to make one. The little baby umibosus. Yeah, Umi ba Babies. <laughs> umi Babies. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the... Umi Babies. <laughs> it's, it's Nick Jr. spinoff. They just, uh, they just sink little paper boats. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to say that looking at this imagery, I, I'm, I'm positive a lot of it's been co-opted in the... Here we go again. A lot of fetish stuff going on here. It's a... A lot of fetish stuff going on here. <laughs> uh, but I think a lot of it's been co-opted co in the Attack on Titan series. Mm. Oh, okay, that makes sense. The image of fighting just huge-ass, enormous mo monsters. Uh, well, we don't know how huge the ass is. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you think that the, uh, the Umibozu's booty is something? Empirically, I have to say I'm not sure. Okay. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be, I guess. I guess it's a very buoyant 
I agree. Medium water. This one where he looks basically like just a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the shape underneath could... Oh, oh God. What if it is kind of like a mountain? What if it just goes all the way? To the ground, to the bottom. Yeah. that's And it's just... All you're seeing is the, like the tip of the iceberg, essentially. Hmm. And that he's actually scary deep underneath. Yeah. So mm-hmm. these the storm... Storms arrive when it pierces like a peaceful sea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, true. What if underneath is a groundhog? <laughs> Wait, no, the ground... Puck's tiny field does not bring storms. That's not what he does. Yeah. It, well, it does storms. First off, it'd be a water hog. Mm. And then we'd also have to get, make the other elements. Mm. We'd need a, an air hog. <laughs> Also, Punxsutawney Phil is arguably fire-based, based on our, our based on our research. Yeah. Yeah. So the interesting thing about... This one's got a very Cthulhu look to him. I was going to say Zoidberg. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> My friends! Uh, Zo- half Zoidberg, half Thanos. Mm. <laughs> he looks like if Thanos just didn't stop. His ball chin just was the rest of his body. Mm. I'm trying to connect a dot here, and there's something with, like... Remind me, decapitation, lethal for your species, yes, and you should have gone for the head. There's a dot to be connected there. <laughs> I think uh, it'd be very difficult to snap with tentacles. Well, Zoidberg's got, uh, Zoidberg's got claws. Yeah, he's got the two claws, doesn't he? It's also hard to snap with. You can't snap with claws, what am I talking about? Well, well unless you're a pistol shrimp. I think they only snap. It's not the same. Okay. This is a very adorable one with Ozu. Aw. I, I guess all you need to do is give it, like, uh, anime eyes. I guess all you need to do is just give it eyes with, like, just human dimension, human-shaped eyes with, like, a pupil and an iris and a sclera. But you see what's going on here with the water? It's wearing the water almost like it's, a, like, a skirt. Yeah, like, it's, like, like the Umibozu is under the water and can't pierce the surface. Like, the water's like a blanket over top of it. I think it's, honestly, I think it'd be, a, like, the least scary version of Umibozu's body. If it's just like feet, like feet kicking, like it's like dog paddling. Mm-hmm. That motion in my mind makes it like, oh, it's it's understandable. It's a, it's relatable. Like a, if you see if you saw a dog paddling in the water from underneath, no, you wouldn't say like, oh my god, look out. <laughs> so I guess that that kind of you know takes the edge off. You know, if it's a ghost, what do ghosts have underneath? Uh, nothing. I think it's either feet or like a wisp, right? Uh, sometimes they have, like, two starving children. Mm. That did happen exactly once, yeah. Yeah. A wisp, kind of like a genie? Yeah, or Can- like Danny Phantom, <laughs> who I've been thinking about a lot today, I guess. That was my some- other option. We should finally do a Danny Phantom episode. We did. We did a ghost episode. About, uh, about being, understanding ghost powers. Yeah. Which, okay. Who's got the most ghost powers? Danny Phantom. Fiend of the show, Danny Phantom. <laughs> I like, I like that a lot. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, well, we're only 25 minutes in. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe chill was a bad idea. That's the problem with chill is that... We're too good at our job now. It's, uh... It, <laughs> we're taking our time, is, is the way that to explain it. Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, this is a crime. <laughs> this is just a... This is a, an anime girl. This is an anime girl wearing, like, a, like a, almost a tutu type thing of, like... Of a, the ocean. Of a, just a circle of the sea... And otherwise, she's all black with the glowing eyes, like how uh, Umi Bozu does. But also, she has some mermaid things going on. Uh, I have a question. 
Is the Umibozu a giant mermaid ghost? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no. Does the Umibozu's appearance remind you of any other kind of monster? Perhaps one seen in West Virginia. Virginia. Oh, yeah. It does have that Mothman energy going on. Especially this one here with the red eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mothman known to uh, appear before cataclysmic events or dangerous stormy events yes yeah like the like the wind that knocked over this uh the silver point bridge whatever that bridge was called but no yeah um do you think that maybe this is uh do you think maybe that they cousins yeah they could be categorically similar what if underneath the uh, what underneath his body is like more mothman type parts well what does mothman have I, I can tell you that man instead of man things i was almost thinking of like what if they were more bird like <laughs> he's got talons under there hmm well is the umibozu like a cormorant or something then hmm. or like some kind of seabird uh, you ever po- seen like videos like of scuba divers taken underwater where they like film like cormorants or ducks or whatever swimming just like past them like super deep and they're like what the <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck actually i think from the same concept as the dog paddling up overhead mm. i think if there was just little tiny duck flippers underneath that they would not be very not be very scary uh another thing to mention is the barrel type thing mm. <laughs> so my brain connected the dots between barrel and lower half of the body mm. what if the umibozu is poor oh no he's got no money and he he wants a, a barrel that's large enough to fit himself into so that he can have two straps over his shoulders like some kind of cartoon poor person yeah and then when he gets one that's not big enough because that's what they provide to him he's like screw you and starts pouring water on them see like this looks like a crime birds and fish cannot live together it is forbidden yeah i, I see what you're saying no, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think maybe Umibozu underneath is just a poor person. <laughs> am I Umibozu? The lower half of me is black right now. I am wearing I am wearing dark pants. Yeah. The other concept about the Umibozu that I think is is worth pointing out is that only only his shoulders and head are up. Mm. So I feel like he's not like going back on one of my earlier theories. He's not that tall. That yeah. isn't him like stint. Like, normally he's always hunched over, mm-hmm. and that's him standing at full attention. I think he's floating. I think that's safe to say. Ghosts historically do float, yeah. Yeah, ghosts also floats. And so, to the ghost point, one theory is about him being Which a... Which is an amazing dagger, by the way, that I just homebrewed. The ghost point. The ghost point. If you reduce an enemy to, to zero hit points... And then their souls automatically trapped in your dagger. I feel like that's a little that's a little higher than what I was thinking. Oh, uh, you deal one d four ghost damage. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you deal one d four ghost damage. Uh, maybe you do uh, the some... necrotic damage, and that that reduces hit HP. Uh, something that HP. Uh, tar- it can hit people that are on the border ethereal as well. Oh, okay. Um, it uh, frightens you as an action, maybe. Ooh. Uh, the... But you have to be afraid of ghosts. Yeah, if you're not afraid of... Well, set up a DC, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. DC versus Fright, same as a ghost. Basically, like, attack them like a ghost would, but it's a knife. Mm-hmm. This one's got a face. That one's got a face. A very Rick and Morty, kind of. <laughs> yeah, 
it's it, it wants the the sailors to show it what it has. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so show me what you got. Real quick, I would like to engage in a game with you. Okay. A game that we haven't brushed off. Monster Rehab. Oh yeah, have we really not done this in a while? It's been a bit. Hmm. We've done kind of full episodes in this style, but uh, Umi Bozu. Yeah. Uh, he clearly does not like being in the sea. He doesn't like when sailors stop by, mm-hmm. and he will happily drown them. Is there a better role for him in society? Yes. Okay. You know how when you're on a cruise ship, like you're just sailing around the ocean forever, and it sucks because there's nothing to look at. Sometimes uh, Naomi Bozu can just come out and make there be something to look at. I guess so. Do you think you could dress up like an iceberg to like scare people? That's not. That's not a problem that he has, first off. Second off, that's not, like, a thing to look at. Like, the Umibozu itself is, like, the mm. thing to look at. Okay, in that case, do you think he should do, like, some kind of, like, like charades with them? Ooh. Or, like, a like a dance performance? The problem with this is that he does hate ships. <laughs> Why did you suggest this? Not my suggestion. This was a terrible idea, Adam. Um, what else is there? What can he do on land? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of... Well, well, he's a priest, right? Yeah. So he can uh, spread the gospel. He can spread the gospel of Christ. And he d- definitely that kind of priest. Okay. I- I'm actually thinking of something practical right now. Imagine if, like, the water levels in a lake nearby were dangerously low. Mm-hmm. He could walk over to that lake and, like, a like a bathtub kind of submerge himself <laughs> to raise the water levels to, to safer amounts. Hmm. Now, historically, he cannot leave the sea. Hmm. They are bound to the sea, these ones. Well, okay. I mean, you, you could probably walk up a delta, right? Where does the sea start? Good point. I suppose that's up to I suppose that's up to the Umibozo. Yeah. I mean, oh no, it, you you have to follow the sea. Too bad that there's a there's a hurricane coming. Mm. <laughs> oh no, the weather is everywhere now. Oh no, the weather's everywhere. It's all over me. Get it off. Oh, I will say that that's a really that's a really spooky, fun image mm. of terrible like rainstorms and stuff like that, and thunder and in the background. I'm thinking Pacific Rim, probably. <laughs> in the background, you see lightning illuminates a giant Umibozu who has walked onto land in this like yeah in this now that it's his environment. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. This could be an idea for... This is a perfect opportunity for Monster Smackdown. Okay. One of our recent segments. So, uh, a Pacific Rim Jaeger versus Inumi Bozu. Uh, And they're fighting over me. (laughs) Who would win? (laughs) Uh, Probably the Pacific Rim Jaeger. But is the Pacific Rim Jaeger equipped to fight a ghost? Well, I'm not sure about that, but it can punch... And the Umibozu's only attack seems to be having tentacles mm-hmm. and having a bucket. And when it comes to picking th- uh, objects up and using them against your opponent, no one does that better than the Jaeger. No, no. It could take an entire boat and just smack him across the face with it. And he would hate, he hates the boats. Also, all he does is sink things. So, like, <laughs> the Jaegers can go underwater. Yeah, they can. That's usually how they arrive. Yeah. Honestly, and they, they... I think, like, the sheer, like, childlike awesomeness and like belief in yourself and stuff of the Jaegers I think that is enough to overcome the ethereal nature 
also you have to imagine that he's a he's he's less than a pacific rim kaiju yeah like he doesn't bite he doesn't shoot lasers if friendship is magic then the jaeger's weapons deal magic slashing damage (laughs) agreed uh back to monster rehab Mm -hmm. Uh, oh geez i'm sorry for i'm sorry for segment in a segment no problem uh, where <laughs> the hurricane has brought him on land, the conditions are right. Mm-hmm. Is there anything for him to do? Is, is he can he be like a bumble? Can he put things high up <laughs> on places? Can he? Uh, I I guess he's he wouldn't be somewhere where like a plane was going to crash, and he can like catch it. Well, what does he want? <sighs> Sorry. Well, what does he want to do? He wants to sink boats. How can we get him to do that in a way that's constructive? Uh, submarines. Submarines. He can launch submarines. He likes sinking boats. <laughs> That's actually perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll send the submarines down to the depths below. And he'd probably get them lower than they, oh. Can safely go. <laughs> thus accomplishing his mission after all. Yeah, he so... out-rehabbed us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard for him to, to do that kind of stuff. Uh, the other kind of ship that may be worth mentioning... Spaceship. Yes. Yes. I, honestly, he looks like he would might be at more at home in space. Maybe that's where he's from. And he simply needs us to return to space. Oh well, yeah, I guess it's gonna be a uh, like a, a a sled chariot Santa sleigh situation where we just launch a bunch of spaceships at the same time and they're all connected around his waist. Do you think he could get Elon Musk his Tesla back? You think he could get Elon Musk his Tesla back directly into Elon Musk's stupid fucking face? I'm s- I, chill episode. I would Vibes. be uh, I would be surprised if that w- didn't happen in if that didn't happen in one of those sci-fi original movies. Mm. Aliens show up and the first thing they do is just throw a Tesla back in. <laughs> like a rich guy. That's pretty funny actually. Yeah, it's a good bit. We're we're really suggesting murder here on this episode, aren't we? Uh, I am not legally Vibes. All right. So, so another quick game I'd like to play with you. Mm-hmm. Therapist, therapy animal needs therapy. Needs therapy. What do boats ever do to you besides drown you? But like, that's not a big enough reason. Uh, he could be territorial. Mm. Could be like you know, these. This is my land. This. That's pretty much what all sea monsters. Like, why they attack ships. Which is a stupid thing for them to think. <laughs> yeah. This is my land. Bro, it's the ocean. <laughs> There's there, not land. There's so much more of it than the surface. Mm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, like, no, he needs therapy. Why are you so territorial? That's, like, how a weird animal acts. Not a, not a self-respecting phantom. Yeah. I'm about to stick you in a thermos. Mm. And I... Very few of these are depicted with mouths. Mm. So I don't know how well he could be able to talk to someone about their problems. Oh, true. And bad pet. Too big. Way too big to be a good pet. We call it Clifford Syndrome. Or Kraken Syndrome. Actually, Kraken Syndrome, yeah. Which, I mean, I suppose we've done Big Sea Monster as a pet before. <laughs> we've, uh, you can check that out on our past episode. <laughs> don't. It's like one of the first ten episodes. It's no good. The first, the tenth episode is real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so okay. is the ninth. And the seventh and the eighth are pretty okay. And the sixth is okay. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the sixth one. The fifth is pretty good. <laughs> and the fourth is all right, and I guess the third has its moments. First and second suck though. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> if you've listened to the first and second episode of our program, uh, you can unlisten to them. We'll, we'll, I'll provide a hyperlink in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just, just roll with the games here. Squash Lorette. Hmm, okay. What do you think of the Umibozu? Well, we did retire Squatch Lorette. I think oh, we're uh, kind we're, of not. We're done with that. Never mind. Long stalks on the beach. We're uh, bringing that back as a replacement for Squatch Lorette. That's why there were two the whole time. There was a backup. So, the, these would be very long stalks on the beach. This would be very long stalks Actually, on the beach. Actually, would be very short. <laughs> if it's a Tinder profile, right, and it's just pictures of your face, mm-hmm. isn't that isn't that a problem? For the Umibozu? Yeah. He would it, just like it, it looks like you see like a three quarters of one eye and the rest is just darkness. <laughs> he would show he would hold up like a whole boat instead of a fish. Yeah. Age I, I, I that's a, that's tough to pin. Uh I'm going to say uh it's 32. <laughs> Probably not, but that's what he says it is. And I <laughs> 3200 yeah, just so many zeros. Yeah. Uh, enjoys stormy weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, hates boats. Hates boats. That's honestly fine. I feel like some people would be like, "Yeah, fuck boats." And he's a real. He's been binging Succession. Mm. <laughs> true. All true. So also spiritual, but not religious. <laughs> yes, very, very much so. He was religious, I think, at some point, because he was a priest that they threw into the river, or the ocean, the God's River, I call it. Yeah, he's a, a wandering spirit looking for love. Mm, this is good. Yeah, I think he's a winning profile. Yeah. And uh, we need something else to cap it off. Oh, boy, what? <laughs> this is just would be the catchphrase of it, just like, needs to be open. Mm. <laughs> but that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, I I hope you like surprises. Want some more games? Pull, pull up our list of games. Okay, sure. I, I think I think we're good here. Mm. We're at the end of the episode. Oh, you know what? Here's an idea. What's that? I have a question for you. Okay. Who's the monster and who is the man? Who is the monster and who is the man? Sing the bells, bells, bells. Between the boat and the Umibozu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I. So, uh, one of Maybe, these. Hey, this is something I see in the context of shark attacks all the time. Like, you went into his house. Yeah, you're in kind of in his land. His. It's not land. <laughs> it is water, as we've discussed. You're, you're in his sea. And uh, you you shouldn't be there. Yeah, you're a land boy. Get back on land, land boy. However, to your point earlier, I think the more animalistic response is the get out of here, I'm going to smash you. Mm. And the more human response is I'm where I shouldn't be. Yeah. So there, I, therefore, I think I'm going to put the, the ship on the side of the man. Hmm. I am going to say that the Umibozu is also the monster. Yeah. Like, why is... Why why are you doing this? Because you're mad at boats? Yeah. You, the boats didn't do it to all of you. You are a monster and you need to work this out. All yeah, no. No. So 
revolutionary principle for this episode of Finding Monster Right is that uh, the monster's the monster. I, I like a, I'm, I'm glad that we have so many wonderful games <laughs> that we can explore. <laughs> when we are out of ideas? <laughs> yeah, well, I, often, I, think, I feel like the most of the past few episodes have been like literally two ideas. Mm. Like two, two games, if not one. Yeah. So well, let's do one more game. Let's take this monster to the final raiding place. Where we uh, put him in his watery grave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is probably something that we should probably do, because he is a ghost. So there's not a lot of lore behind the Umibozu. We discussed some of it. I think it's kind of a jokery thing. It's very vague, and I that is a, definitely a selling point to some monsters. Mm-hmm. Some it helps where you know all the, th- all the answers. <laughs> uh, the I guess, in this case, uh, comparing Batman villains... It's like that. You like Harley Quinn because you know all her story. Yeah. Yeah. Versus the the Riddler, where you don't know any of his story, and he's a very serious villain. Ooh. Played yeah. by the Grinch. Have you seen the new, like the Batman posters and stuff like that? It's it's Batman's face, and it's got a red shroud around it, and you follow the red shroud, and it leads to a dot at the bottom. And it's a question mark. It's whatever. <laughs> Uh, so yeah whatever having a mystery can be really good this might be one of my favorite of the sea monsters we've gone over hmm. maybe in general don't get me wrong i like a kraken i'd like a the kraken i'd like a mamma mia i moved uh, my hands very dramatically in a chris pratt sort of fashion and i like crabs I like like big old crabs and big old octopi hmm. but something about this <laughs> slenderman shaped gentleman uh being enormous in the water powerful and spooky spooky fingers it's the same reason why some of the best fiction doesn't have all the colors filled in Mm -hmm. it's for the artist to interpret right yeah if this is a creature of fear what you fear (laughs) is the shape it takes right vibes so yeah i'm gonna give this monster a very strong 8.8 out of 10 Mm, nice no yeah uh it's vague and evocative this monster is uh, it's just a head, a purely black shape with glowing eyes that comes out of the water and tries to sink your boat. And that's horrifying. But then the fact that it's like, give me a bucket. Give me a bucket, please. And if you give him like half a bucket, he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, my bucket. They'd be stealing my bucket. <laughs> it's a very... <laughs> It's a very faulty weakness. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, it's a little silly, but like that's that's the that's the thing. Um, I'm honestly I honestly kind of like it better as the scarier version without the bucket weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, but since that is a thing, I'm gonna say yeah, six out of ten. Oh no, you know what? A tight seven. Tight seven. A seven point five even. I'll go to seven point five. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. Uh, just, you know, solid. Not my favorite, but real good. And uh, to, real the, good. to the open-endedness, uh, that, that is where we left the, the episode question prompt. Mm-hmm. We've discussed a couple possibilities. Uh, is there one, anyone that, you, that we haven't covered or ones that you hope that are, are underneath it? What if it's me underneath? It's it, the lower half's just you. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Um, I hope that he's like a King Triton figure. Figure. This uh-huh. is like if Ursula did get the Triton, like what her kids would look like. Mm. And uh, it's like, you know, just kind of like a, like a fishy body. Fishy body. Well, can you get myself to nine? Can you fishy body? 
So thank you for joining us for this wonderful adventure on the seas as January 2, Kai January, continues. Yeah, not an official name because it's going to be the Jaws. It's going to be the Jaws movies. We're traveling deeper and deeper under the water for next episode. Careful that we don't go too deep. Ah, oh, oh, fuck, we're too deep. Oh, shit. Oh, I think the vibes might be gone. Yeah, I think we're descending into madness. Hmm. True. True, 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 true. Or are we at the mountains underwater of madness? Vibes. <laughs> <laughs>